Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you are listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Well, top of the morning to ya. It's great to see you. Thanks for being here. It is uh, 2020. 2020. 2020. Here 2020 we are. 2020 in the new year. We made it. It's been a great new year. We've been celebrating with our family. We've had um, lots and lots of food, like yes. too much food. I think um, I've eaten more food this Can you have too much food? Than I've ever eaten. Yes, yes you can. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> yes. I need to go on a 40-day fast. As we were making our New Year's uh, plan, New Year's Eve plans, the only thing I requested was no carbs. I was just so over carbs. Which is absolutely asinine. But it's not. Is that a word? You, yeah. you agree. You, you don't agree. say no carbs on New Year's Eve, although I didn't want you carbs did either, yeah. We made the best So we made chicken. Philly cheesesteak Lettuce wraps. Oh, yeah. And then we made the chicken. And we the made, oh, Vic ones. made the P.F. Chang chicken lettuce wraps. Yum. And, and then, shrimp. Oh, yeah. It was Benny so brought yummy. over the shrimps. We grilled those bad boys up. Was there were no years. carbs other than Mexican corn. <laughs> yep, corn has carbs. Is corn a carb? Starch. Uh, corn, corn, you know what? Someone but when you throw sticks of butter and cream <laughs> cheese in it, it's technically a carb. I mean, they feed corn to pigs. So pigs, oh. I mean, put the two together, we got a Oh, problem. that's hurtful if you're a pig. Um, <laughs> so I was, once did a corn diet. I was doing vegetables. I was just doing corn. So and I, I think who it was you who was like, you know, that's how they make pigs fat. I was like, hurtful? <laughs> <laughs> really Corn's my favorite vegetable because <laughs> it's not actually it's a vegetable. Like potatoes, my favorite vegetable. <laughs> I take it back. My favorite vegetable, in fact, is asparagus and Brussels sprouts. You know, that makes my heart so happy to hear you say that. Why is that? It is a new day for Billy Huffman. It's been a new day for quite it's some time. It's a new day. And also, not Jennifer only it's a Huffman. new day. Years. <laughs> Who are you talking about? It's not about? only a new day, but I've heard that you're launching a, a podcast called Sunny Mornings with Billy Huffman. Oh, you heard. I heard. I um, heard too. I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm excited well, about that. They, I mean, it's actually already launched because by the time our listeners hear this, they have already had the opportunity to download and subscribe. Yep. You can go to Spotify or Apple Music or I don't know where it's all at, iHeartRadio, right? And yeah. Sunday Morning with Billy Huffman. So here's the whole thought behind that. Super excited about it. Apple Podcasts. Oh, Apple Podcasts. I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> I've been a pastor and preaching and teaching and a husband and a father for 23 plus years um, and a leader and a and the communities that we're in. And so um, on Sunday mornings, I'm just going to kind of, you know, um, essentially what I'm thrilled, I'm stoked out of my mind about is I'm saying I'll never go over 20 minutes. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you're like me. I don't have 45 minutes, 60 minutes to sit down and listen to a sermon. Like I get it. I've done it. I've been in church my whole life. But I honestly, I love songwriters because I feel like songwriters say yes. in four minutes what most preachers can't say in 30. Um, so... I'm attempting to say in 20 minutes what most people won't say in 60. And so I'm super Can I super, just say thank you stuck. for that? Yeah. Thank you. Oh, thank you're you welcome. for saying it <laughs> precisely and exactly the way it needs to be said in like 15, 20 minutes. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I just think, heard the yeah. first one. The goal is that we'll laugh. Um, maybe we'll tear up at the most. At the very least, we'll be inspired and compelled to live for Jesus. And uh, it'll get you through your week. So yeah, Sunday mornings with Billy Huffman and... Uh, you can get that podcast. Hey. Bam! Hey, want to thank our sponsor, Sweet Serenity Company. Uh, <laughs> I love that we sponsor ourselves. I'm so excited. I just poured some new uh, candle containers that I'm hoping to release for spring and summer. And I can't say all the details yet, but we've got a new business. Are they top secret? It's a new uh, branch of Sweet Serenity launching, um, hopefully by the end of the month of yeah. January, February. So stay tuned for that. We're excited to kind of rebrand some things in the and new year. And I just want to say in this new year, I'm super grateful for uh, my sugar mama. 
Well, we're we're praying for that sugar. To you, come my in. mama, bringing you know that I mean? sugar. There's a candle in, st- in coffee talk studios right now that is literally. I think, Vic, relax. I think it's going to light us all on fire. It's coming out of the. This isn't a sweet serenity. No, candle. it's not. And, I was and just that's why make note it's of that. failing. It's, it's a it's a poorly um, designed candle. It's faulty merchandise. Faulty. Sweet serenity candles don't do that. No. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, if you haven't checked out our, our website or our candles, you should do so. It, it makes great gifts. And you know what I haven't said much about is we have a subscription that you can literally subscribe to and become um, a candle member where you can get a candle every month. Babe, you nailed it. Because, uh, yeah, and that's awesome. It's I amazing. Mean, I love that. You actually do. Because and it's a good way. We give them to you for free, but she insists no, on subscribing. Like because you can do it for gifts for people. Exactly. And perfectly wrapped. You don't have to, like, mm, well played. it. Yeah, it's great. Um, for the first time in a long time, you said subscription and not prescription. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, be kind. You're like, I say you can get a prescription with us. Like, wait, time. we deal drugs? We, we were yeah. with friends last night, and I was saying, what was I saying wrong the other Oh, we can't even say that word on the mics. But we were saying. Oh, <laughs> I want you now. No, we can't. We can't. But oh, we'll I want you for, now. We might be doing some exclusive um, one-on-one like uh, podcast with some members of our, uh, you know, audience. Oh. So we might. We might I actually share can't some of say those. it, right? No, like, you can't say oh, it. I'm man. not going to let you say it. I, I know. I can't. I can't say it. But I do. Okay. What are some of the? What, I say words like uh, busketti. Okay, know? that's you normal. Not. You know what you do do? I, do? I can say this one. This isn't bad. You used to call cleavage cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, babe, does this show too much cleavage? I'm I like, still say cleavage. I'm not sure what cleavage is, but I'm a looking cleavage. and I'm a liking. We all say um, window seal. Window yeah. seal. Instead of window seal. And you call it it's like, let's go seal. run heels. I'm let's like, do you mean heel? hills? And you're like, heels. Let's go I'm run like, the heel. You mean run hills on our heels? <laughs> You know, yeah. I was raised in the South. Let's just blame it on the Southern twang that's somewhere inside there. It's, it's kind of it's very out. it's not even noticeable to be honest. <laughs> well, hey, Happy New Year! Going into it, here's what I want to do today, babe. Um, I am mesmerized by your love, adoration, and complete affection for the gym. <laughs> you thought I was gonna say your children? Yeah, I, I, I didn't know what you were gonna say. Or the dog? No, for the Iron Jungle. Um, you. First of all, I'm super impressed by it. You're the most disciplined person I've ever met. You love fitness. I think it's 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 very therapeutic for you. You're incredibly fit, so I'm grateful for that. I am super grateful for that. Yeah, you better um, be. I am a recipient of your fitness, and I just you're want welcome. to say... You're welcome. You get it. You're happy. You're incredibly limber. And I yell timber. <laughs> what am I trying, yeah. I'm trying to make rhymes? <laughs> um Moving right along. I can't think of another one. No, I can, just, but it would be inappropriate. So I'm just like moving. the jingles. Um, I, I, can we do this? I'm, I'm always, and I'm also captivated. I go to the gym as well. I don't love it like you do, but I go. Thank you. Um, can I just say thank you? Can we today just count down lessons from the Iron Jungle or, I don't know, yoga pants wisdom? Um, <laughs> sweaty advice. I just, there's things that happen in gym culture and if any of you go to the gym or have ever been to a gym or any workout facility or a class or whatever, like this is so real. And so I'd like to like kind of team. point out some of the unique attributes of being at a gym. If you haven't gone, then this will be a glimpse into this world. And then apply it to life lessons. We're not having fun. This is going to be good. Yeah. Especially we're, in the new year as we're all making our resolutions sweaty for uh, advice. getting back into the gym, you know? <laughs> Um, Let's go, people. What, what would be a good title for this? Halter tops and Halter tops? life principles. <laughs> I don't know. Um, spandex. Yes, spandex. And, and oh no 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 no. We gotta okay. 
I like um I like yoga pants wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. You're not wearing yoga pants right now. No. In fact, it looks like you're not wearing any pants. Okay. <laughs> Am I lying? You're Am I lying? Right. Okay. For, you got the, you got the bathrobe on. You're, you're CEO down. in a bathrobe. Calm so down. I love that. Yeah. Bathrobe CEO. All right. Number one. I think one of the first lessons, and correct me if I'm wrong, that we can learn from the Iron Jungle is um, naked people in the locker room. <laughs> what in God's name is happening? Is Am so I the random. only one? Is this happening in the women's locker room? Oh, it's so it, it is. It's so bad. What so bad. is the deal, Friends. man? Friends. We don't oh. need to sit naked on the bench in the oh. locker room drying ourselves off. Like, like it, it, it sitting is. on benches, leaning against counters. Drying your hair. They'll come up to me and start to have a conversation yeah, with me. Yeah, they're completely naked. Completely nude. I don't, I, I don't understand that world. Like, I, like I, I'm i glad that you're super confident in yourself, but it's dude. It's too far. Maybe over, it, that's just too far. It is exceptionally too far. <laughs> And what is it? And I don't know. Maybe it's just the gym I, I, mean, I go to. I've been in locker rooms my whole life Dude. being an athlete. Why is it always people 50 plus? It's, the it's like once you get past a certain age, you're like, who even cares anymore? Just the other day, I was working out with Serenity and we had to go to the restroom before we started our, our routine. So we walked together. No joke. Three women just chilling, but naked. And Serenity was so mortified. She literally like turned around when around the other way to get to the toilets just because she didn't want to pass by the three That's naked women. Hey, I and mean, typically not the people who should be naked. It's like if you've ever been like to a nude beach, beaches. we once at a nude beach in some Bahama somewhere and yeah. we didn't mean to be there, but we were there. And like there were people naked and Jen's like, is it like a temptation to you? I'm this, like, are you kidding this- me? Like those people need clothes. Like <laughs> the people who should be naked are like, nah, I'm good. Like they're not walking around. No naked. joke. We're laying out the beach and there's the person walking out of the water, gets up out of the ocean, walks towards the beach towards me. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, he's like, some people are coming. And I literally go, what is that? No joke. And literally as he's moving towards me, I'm like, Oh my God, he's completely naked. And I started looking around. Oh, I had no idea that the girl next to me, I mean, just insane. I was just say the water must have been cold. <laughs> so what? What are you? Okay, so here's the what life principle. Are we here, here is the lesson from naked people in the locker room. Okay, life lesson: just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right? Love it. Okay. Love is it. that not wisdom from the Iron Jungle? Just because there are times in life, just because we can, right. doesn't mean we should. Okay. For instance, let me put it like this: there's a big difference between doing the right thing and doing good things. And here's what I want to do in 2020. I am no longer interested in doing good things. There's so many good things out there. And we all do good things. I want to do the right thing. Mm. Um, what's the book? The Enemy of Great is Good, right? For instance, like if, if, babe, you would ask me to take out the trash. Like, honey, would you take out the trash for me? And I go and make the bed. I go and clean the garage. I go and wash the car and I straighten up the cushions on the couch and I come back. You would probably be like, babe, that, thank you for doing all of those things. Like that was, those were great things. But if you were to judge me on what I was supposed to do, right, I would fail because what the right thing for me to do was to take out the trash. I did all these other good things, but I didn't do the right thing. I think in life we can get caught up doing good things and miss the right thing. And so just because you can do it doesn't mean you should should do it. And, you know, there's one thing I've been thinking about a lot lately with this kind of a new season we're in is, is am I doing what everyone else wants me to do or am I doing what I was created to do? Mm. And I think a lot of times, too, what you're just saying is in life we start, we live our life 
and I don't think we we mean to do this. We live our life in a, such a way that we're doing something constantly what someone else has expected us to do. And so we begin to do our job, our life, and years and years go by. And before you know it, you realize, gosh, I've been doing this job or I've been doing this this thing because it was expected or asked of me. And sometimes it's even your, your career you're in. You you have to make money. So you get caught in this trap of doing something right. that you're you're actually fulfilling someone else's dream. And you're you've completely forgotten what you were actually creating. What are to you do. supposed to be doing? We were watching a movie the other night with friends and I was mesmerized and this movie was like a is a true story is is recounting a true story. But um how people were so afraid to stand for what's right because they were afraid to lose their job. And many of them weren't even, some people were making a lot of money, but still. And then other people weren't even making that much money. But it's like this human thing in us, like what I have is what I have. And I don't want to lose what I have. And maybe I worked for it at some point and now I have it. And they're afraid to lose it. Sometimes we can't get great because we're not willing to give up good. Oh, snap. All right. Lesson number two with yoga pants wisdom. Um, I would like to compare January, the month of January, versus the rest of the year at the gym. Now, this is real. If you go to the gym now, it is packed. And I mean jack-packed. Like people and their New Year's resolutions. It's real. And people don't even know what they're doing. Dudes are showing up in jeans and they're on a treadmill. But good on them. They're using machines. I'm not mad at them. I'm not mad at them. But here's the thing. Come February, March, they're all gone. Am I right? It's true. Am I right or am I right? Am I right? Unfortunately, that's kind of the rhythm of human nature, right? Right. And it's... We get motivated in these moments, but then we we fizzle out, right? And I've been guilty of that for sure. Not lately. You and I are pretty consistent in the gym. You're the most consistent person in the gym. So here's the life lesson from this one. Um, just keep showing up, right? Yeah. Consistency to life, whatever it is you're doing. Maybe you are in that job that's not great, but you don't have any other options. Like you can't make great happen if that opportunity isn't there. So sometimes you just have to keep showing up. And then when those doors open up, run through them. Like take every opportunity, but you have to keep showing up, right? It's the consistent wins. You know, it's it's back to the basics. Babe, you're the best at this. You're so consistent with working out of the gym. Um, let me ask you this. The other day, I want your opinion on this. The other day, we all went to the gym. Serenity and I went with you. And her, Serenity and I, you, I don't think you ever have an off day at the gym. We definitely phoned it in. What I mean is instead of running a mile, because when I go to the gym, I run a mile and then I work out. Um, I rode a bike for 20 minutes. So did Seren. She typically would run. We rode bikes. And then we went to work out. Instead of like really pushing ourselves, we kind of like, uh, we did we did some stuff, but we didn't do it full heartedly. And we went for about 20 minutes on the workout. So all in all, we were probably at the gym for about 35 minutes. Typically, we'd be there for about an hour and 15 minutes. And so her and I just were like, we're not feeling it. And we left. But we put in 35 minutes. What would be your thought on that? Good on you. Okay, I actually thought you'd say the opposite. No, honestly, showing up. Sometimes to create a routine or change, just force yourself to show up and eventually you're going to gain momentum. And you know, the truth is the next day or two days later, you went back to the gym and you you came home to me. You're like, I had the best workout I've had in a long time. And I think the truth is that's such a principle in life in general that there are going to be your days that you just don't feel it but do it anyway. Right. And then the next day, you're going to feel it so much, you're going to gain momentum. You're going to gain, it's like a snowball effect. Just keep showing up. You can't always be your best. You gain momentum and Just increase. keep showing up. Yeah. I read this quote the other day. It said, um, I went to the gym yesterday and all I lost was 60 minutes. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? But here's the thing. That's the best kind of 60 minutes But to you lose. went there, you showed up. That's exactly right. And it'll be easier to go. It's like you're creating these healthy habits. Like I went... 
I was there. And I've heard people say, I've been going to the gym and working out for like this whole month and I haven't lost a pound. But the truth is, is that your body is changing. You gain muscle sometimes, but the truth is, is that you, you're gaining, you're gaining good, like habits, mental space. You're feeling better. And before you know it, after three months, you'll probably be losing. And okay. You haven't lost a pound, but you have, you still have a chance of losing a pound because you're going to the gym. If you never go to the gym, you know, for sure, you have no chance of losing weight. Right. So it's like, at least you're giving yourself a shot. That's exactly right. All right. right. Thank you, January. That's such a good reminder. Okay, lesson number three comes from the loud grunters, the guys who (laughs) slam the weights, and the women who dance in front of the mirror. Oh, my word. Oh, my (laughs) Lord. Have you seen these people? Like, maybe it's only LA Fitness that this this is the thing. No, this is real everywhere. I've been in gyms my whole life. Okay, the grunters for sure are like the dudes who are like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> and I'm like, like, are we in Japan? <laughs> you know. And then you got the guy slamming weights. Like you can just set it down. In fact, right. they please they have signs everywhere. Like, please don't slam the weights. He goes, boom. And he, and then the women dancing. What is this? What is it this is phenomenon? A, I don't know, man. Like earphones in and just like straight up. Like in a music video, <laughs> getting you know, jiggy the truth with is, it. Can I just admit, there was a woman the other day, and I keep seeing her dance. I literally one day I'm gonna get up and just go dance beside her, <laughs> just just to see. Please do it. I'm just kidding. Hey, can I get it on video? <laughs> yes. I will just, film that. You know what? Get on her. She's at least enjoying the moment. Well, I'm down with the self confidence of those people, but still, can I just say, here's what's it's happening. A little much. It is painfully obvious that these people, and I'm not mad at these people if you're listening, they want you to notice them. Yeah. And I just want to say, because you want us to notice you so much, we're actually trying to ignore you. Like, like the grunters, we're all looking away, man. Like, we're not, like, you're getting the backfire of what you're going for. So here's here's the life lesson, okay? I'm going to stretch this one a little bit. In 2020, try a little humility. Maybe don't think about yourself as much. That's really true. You I know, mean, I, I, it makes me think about maybe is it is it is it because we're constantly trying that that it, it ends up, I guess what I want to say is we try so hard that in the end it's like it, it counteracts. And it's it's this it's this kind of human nature in all of us. Yeah, if all you're doing is, is like putting yourself, yourself, yourself. First of all, that's narcissism. Right. If we want to go that far, and I'm not saying these people are narcissists, but I mean the extreme form of that is narcissism. Here's what I would say. So, how can I be humble? Maybe try putting others before yourself, and you would be amazed at the life principle that actually people will do unto you as you do unto mm-hmm. others. Like if you're just going for people, see me, see me, look at me, look at me, look at me, someone praise me, someone notice me, someone notice me. Like I get it. That's a human condition. Need to be needed. But why don't you notice other people? Why don't you celebrate other people? Why don't you why don't you practice? That's actually, in my opinion, that's humility. And can I just say for 2020, it takes a lot stop of worrying so much about being false humble. I have people that are like, oh, no, that's false humility. It's like, listen, man, put others in front of you. And if that literally means like, you're like, hey, I defer. And people are like, that's false humility. Like, actually, it's not false humility. I'm just trying to put others in front of me because I fundamentally believe, I believe this with my whole life. I'm 43. No one's proven me wrong yet. And they will not prove me wrong because yeah. it's a principle in life. I will put others first. And by doing that, I also will rise. That's just the, that's what will happen. So I don't know. I, I think I've spent a few years being warm, like, that's false humility. That's false humility. And false humility is blatant. Oh, no. 
oh, please say more. Like false humility is super obvious. But I think just actually deferring to other people, not trying to be the focus of everything. Like, hey, if you have gifts, um, you know, don't be ashamed of your gifts. I'm all about that. Like right. be strong in what you do, but put other people first. Exactly actually, um, don't be like all eyes on me. Try and get all eyes on everyone else. And in doing so, people will recognize what the gifts in your life. That's so true. You don't have to dance in the mirror anymore, ma'am. Sir, please stop grunting like you're on the toilet. (laughs) I mean, if we go through history and think about all the people who have been great over the years, that's probably the one thing they all have in common is that they bring other people along with them and they uh, propel others before them. I mean, it's just, it's a part of making someone great. All right. Uh, I don't know which lesson we're on, but what about the incessant talkers at the gym? Um, If you've ever been to a gym, there are people, I'll do an entire workout. I'll be there for an hour and a half. And I will watch people. For 20 minutes. No, no. The entire time. They'll 20 minutes with one person. They'll lift a weight. Go talk 20 minutes with another person. All they do. And then they'll want to come over and talk to me. And I, I put off a vibe. I put in headphones. I wear a beanie. And I don't make eye contact. And you're like, dude, you're so antisocial. No, this isn't a social gathering. I'm all for the social thing, man. Well, let's get a drink afterwards. Let's go have a party in the I parking lot. Kind. You always say hi to people. I, I nod and wave. But then I make it very clear. I'm here to work out. We're in a gym. I'm sweating. You're wearing Speedos, sir. Like, I don't want to talk to you, especially if you're naked in the locker room. The incessant talking. Like, why go to the gym and talk? What is that? For some people, is it a social thing? Is that what it is? I I, I don't know. I Honestly, I, I watch people do it every every single morning that I go to the gym, and it's, it's, it's so Vic, are you a gym talker? Oh, no. Yeah. No, not at all. Okay, here's the life lesson. Doing it is way better than talking about it. That's the truth. <laughs> Doing it. Like we can talk about going to the gym. We could talk about that set I'm gonna do. We can talk about the cardio I'm gonna do. You can talk about it, think about it, plan about it, laugh about it, but doing it is way better than just talking about it. That is the truth. I also feel like this. Um, you're like, well, what I'm doing, it's you know, it's it's not actually doing anything. And we get that all the time. That's why people stop going to the gym in January. That's why people give up in life. They're like, what I'm doing is not working. I tried the startup company, it didn't work. I tried to launch out and do my own business, it didn't work. Well, how long? First of all, how long did you go for it? Yeah. Here's my thought. And man, I have this is propelling me into 2020. You will never get to where you want to go unless you do what's right in front of you. That's the truth. I'm not saying that what you are currently doing right now in life is it. I'm not saying that's the goal. But I guarantee you, do that. And by doing that, that will lead to something else. And that something else will also lead to something else. One thing leads to another in life. And you will never get to what you're going for unless you are willing to do what is right in front of you. And Am work I right? hard. And you know, one of the things that I've been yeah, doing this the last even month or so is setting one realistic goal and then also setting one that's kind of unrealistic. And what I mean by that is the realistic goal is something that I can get busy that it's, it's going to take hard work, but I can do it. I actually know if I work hard, I could accomplish You have this. a high rate of, of accomplishing. Yes, there's it's a 95% chance that I'm going to make this goal, right? I also set a goal. I mean, is it like wake up or no? It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, need a deadline in the next yep, two weeks or something like that. Okay. Uh, this product needs to produce this amount of money, right? But then, then there's those unrealistic goals where like, okay, I want to make this much money this month. 
Well, technically, I don't know if I can, mm-hmm. but I think maybe there's perchance a possibility that I could. And so I set this unrealistic goal that's sort of maybe attainable. And so I would say in, in 2020, set realist, realistic goals and also set the ones that maybe take a little bit more faith in the average. Both and. Yes. I love that. And I honestly, I think there's something supernatural in the going and the doing. Um, I, I do believe there are certain things that we actually can't accomplish on our own. But I can accomplish this right now. And by me going and doing this, I'm telling you, there are doors and opportunities for you that lie out there in 2020 that you will never get to if you just don't do what's in front of you right now and go where you need to go right and now. And can I also say, when setting a goal, uh, put down like the subpoints of what that goal should produce. Like that has really helped me. Like, okay, this is my goal, and this is what it's going to produce. Because in those those few things is what gets me excited. Love it. And that causes the dream to come alive. It keeps you. It keeps you energized. It keeps you motivated. Awesome. Thank you, incessant talkers at the gym, for that life lesson. Life lesson number five: gyms opening up at five. A.M. <laughs> First of all, why are you open at 5 a.m.? Who in who in their right mind is showing up to a gym at 5 a.m.? A lot of people. Okay, yes. and you, both of you, in fact. I am a believer. Please explain to me why. Why do you go so early? This is the thing. I am convinced. This is this is not just something I've done for a year. This has been something I've done for the last decade. And oh, now going into a new decade. Humble brag. I'm, I'm going to brag for a sec. <laughs> Is the reality is, is when I get up and and I I phone it in in the gym, I get it done. It literally sets up my entire day. It changes everything. I drink more water. I feel more energy. I um I have accomplished something already by six thirty a.m. seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. I have a mindset that's like. If I can get up at this time and work out, I can do anything today. I'm telling you, it becomes addictive. And it's the kind of thing that I would say all of us needs to give it a go and try. And I promise you, you'll get addicted to it. Okay, because I kind of would push back on it. I love what you're saying. I knew you were going to say that. I kind of push back on it. Like you used to, when we were first early married, you'd wake up very early in the morning and like read your Bible you know, do like a, like a, a devotional reading thing that you would do. And you'd, and you'd always be like, babe, why don't you get up with me at 6 a.m.? I'm like, I don't, first of all, know who you're praying to because God's in bed with me till late. You know what I'm saying? Like, And so I kind of, and I've, I've definitely had a, jobs and sports where I had to get up at the crack of dawn. So I had to do that for a lot of my life. So I prefer to sleep until like 7, even 6.30. I mean, what are we talking about? But I think what you're talking about and the lesson we can learn from the 5 a.m. gym times is self-discipline. Um, disciplining yourself, right? And I love this thought, and you just said it. It's And here's the lesson. Be the hardest worker in the room. In 2020, I think what I can learn from that is be the hardest worker in the room. You may not be the most skilled. You may not right. be the most connected. You may not be the most socially genius. You may not have the most money. You may not have the most experience. But what you could be, and you actually control, is you could be the hardest worker in the room. Here's what I know. When you and Vic the Sound Shaker are up at 5 a.m. working out, Many people, myself included, are asleep. And so you got that much more on us. Mm-hmm. So by the time I wake up, you've already gotten three hours of your day going. You're already in a full-on run for yep. the day, and I'm just waking up. So by the time 9, 9 a.m., 9.30 rolls around, I'm drinking a cup of coffee, and you're on to the next. Like, you've had your, like you know what I'm saying? So I love that thought. I mean, and- just imagine by the time 2 o'clock in the afternoon rolls around, you have pretty much have done everything most people don't do until 6 p.m. Yeah. And you know, the truth is, if you want change, it's going to be hard work. 
It just is. And and that's just the reality. If, no one likes this thought. If, you if I work an 80-hour work week. If you want to make a change in your body, it's going to take yeah. hard work. And no one likes this thought. If I work an 80-hour work week and you work a 40-hour work week, I get twice as much done as you. Now, no one wants to work an 80-hour work week. And I don't think it's sustainable to continue working 80-hour work weeks. But there is something to be said. It's like I accomplish double. If I do that for a year, I do double of what you do in and life. And that could be just an extra two hours that morning. That's how you can meet that that goal. It's just you could still clock out at 5.30, 6 o'clock in the evening. But because you've had that extra two hours in the morning that most people are sleeping, just add those hours And some people up. are like, hey, man, I work a 9 to 5. So like, I don't actually have time to do my dreams. Great. So build someone else's business. Earn your earn your paycheck from 9 to 5. And then build your dreams from ten to um, yeah. from 6 to 11. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. dear God. Like, and you're like, dude, when will I have time to rest? I don't know. When you're dead? <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> you know, on but the no, weekends. Take, take, take a, a day. day. Take, take Sunday. Rest on Sunday. Yes. Go on a vacation. Take some time off. Here's the thing. If you'll put the work in now, you can afford Afford to take some time off later and enjoy yeah. it. And I'm, I'm a firm believer of enjoying our rest and taking and advantage of that. You know, the truth is, I just mentioned to you um, just the other day, is I'm already planning my vacation Humble brag. next November. <laughs> no, because I I literally, I kind of said- Next this, November? Babe, next that's a lot. Can we plan it earlier? Well, the what one the that's going to be a real long one. Because I, in my mind, as I'm setting the goals for this 2020 year, it's like, these are the goals, and I know how hard it's going to be to meet the meet the deadlines and meet the goal. But at the end, I know in my mind, I'm going to take this this you know three week period off, and it's going to be it's going to be life giving. And I think you yeah. have to think your year, think through your year in that way. So I don't have a New Year's resolution, but I did. I have decided this year, um, for four days a week, um, Monday morning, Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday through Thursday, I'm waking up at five a.m. and I have some stuff that I have to prepare that requires quiet study, writing, reading, and so I'm waking up at five a.m. those those four mornings every week um, for the for January and February at first um, to accomplish it. I'll get four hours before nine hits. So by the time 9 a.m. hits, when typically my day we get going, I've already done four hours of reading, writing, all the things I need to do. But in order to do it, in order to do it, and here's here's where the rubber this comes This is off. the hard work. I got to go to bed at 10.30 the nights before, yeah. which is almost I'm impossible for you. an impossibility for the me. But is, here's what I've learned. Like at 1 a.m. Yeah, 12. Midnight for me is given. And then I'll still get up at 6. But for me to get up at 5 a.m. and actually be fruitful, like I got to get to bed by 10.30 on those nights. Now, I just said, so that's four nights a week. I still got three other nights of the week where that's I can exactly stay up right. late. And I think that's the self-discipline that we're talking about. I don't have to do it, but if I can self-impose it on myself, who knows what we could accomplish. That's amazing. All right, one more? One more. Um, the last one, I don't know, is it a six, seven, I don't remember what life lesson this is from, uh, this is sweaty advice in 2020. Um, comes from your workout outfits. <laughs> um, I'm going to just be honest right now. What is this one? 50% of the reason I go to the gym <laughs> is to see you and your yoga pants. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to do cardio. I actually don't really enjoy it that much. I enjoy the benefits of it. So but what in you're the saying moment, is you're going to get up at 5 a.m. with me and go to the gym so you can see my yoga pants. Yes. I love to watch you work <laughs> out. what are you going to see those In your boys? tight workout outfit, okay? And here's, I mean, it motivates me. And this is the lesson. Determine what motivates you and then lean into that. Um, so true story for me. So I'm actually not joking. So what motivates you is being some yoga pants. Babe, I'm actually not joking. Remember when you were running your marathon, you were preparing for your marathon, and I would go run with you. I didn't yeah. want to run a marathon, but you were like running one of the reasons I love to run with you, and I'd always, I'd say, you run in front. It's like, I love to watch you run. <laughs> You're so dumb. Call me dirty. I've been married to you for 23 years. I love to watch you run. Also, secondly, I love that you love music. Watch you run. So here's I, I listen to good music. I think you do, Vic. I know you do too. 
So for me, one of the ways I motivate myself to get to the gym is like, first of all, you get to see Jen working out, <laughs> sweating, and getting it in this really awesome workout outfit, which I love. Secondly, I get to listen to some of the songs that I just love. I love music. It puts me in a space. And so I'm like, hey, at the very least, for the next 60 minutes, I get to look at the most beautiful creature in the world, put it in, and I get to listen to awesome music, right? So what I'm saying is find out what gets you motivated, what helps you get through what you, the hard things that you have to do, and lean into those motivations, correct? That's really great. Um, parallel, I'm not so sure of, but... Okay, I could do another parallel. We're doing you know, lessons from the iron, iron garden, <laughs> jungle. Jungle? <laughs> for you, it's an iron garden. For me, it's an iron jungle. Okay, moving um, right along. Um, lesson from the steel magnolias. Uh, okay. Like, like me getting up at 5am to write, to read, um, to study. And I have to do that for four hours. I'm, 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 I'm actually an intellectual and I love to study and do those kind of things and write and be creative, but four hours is a long time. So I've learned to find out what motivates me during that time. Candles are a big deal. I like candles and set the mood. It puts me in a comfy space where I feel creative. Um, I I can't just be in a room without windows. I got to be able to see and look. It inspires me, right? Um, For me, when I start to get tired, coffee is a big deal. Music is a big deal. Uh, I'll even go as far. Sometimes I'll change my senior. I'll go sit on a patio and I'll I'll have a cigar if I'm reading. It's just whatever I can do to keep me motivated to keep going. What's inspiring that that you do is that you set um, the atmosphere, to, to do the hard work. Mm-hmm. And I think in, in 2020, we need to consider like changing our environment to do what we're gifted and called to do. I think sometimes we have to force ourselves, you know, maybe buy the water, take a walk. Like you said, light up a cigar and go to the bonfire, look out the window instead of being in a cubicle all day, like whatever it takes, like change your position so that you can kind of maybe see things differently to hit those goals the new year. Love it. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Well, man, we learned a lot from working out today, huh? <laughs> hey, here's to, uh, here's to push-ups and sit-ups and pushing up in life and sitting up in life. <laughs> that was terrible. I don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> cheers. But cheers to 2020. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.